Charmed Life, a radio show discussing spirituality, magic, and the unconditional love of the universe. Thanks for tuning in. And I am your host, Trisha Carr. Thank you so much for joining. We are doing a special broadcast. If you're catching us live, it is Tuesday evening before Christmas or whatever winter holiday you celebrate because it's actually before the winter solstice. That's on Thursday, I believe. So, um, and I, I don't know what other, I don't know the calendar of all of the other holidays. I think they're all wonderful. I celebrate them all and all of us. Well, it is Tuesday, but this will also be airing on December 24th. So if you're catching the archive or watching it up on my social media, which you can find by searching Trisha Carr Charm, or on ubnradio.com channel one, just know that this is a a (laughs) pre-record. So (laughs) don't call in. But if you're watching on Tuesday or listening on Tuesday, do call in. And I would love to connect with you guys today. However you are, whatever you're into, if you're getting there to your family's house, or if you are just cruising and taking some time off before the holiday, let's talk about some things, okay? And so we will be taking calls, 323-524-2599. Call in and we will give us, uh, we'll give it a go. We'll see what Spirit has to bring to bring us together for. But before I welcome my amazing guest, I want to tell you about just a couple of things. One is that I have just completed a class, a two-day class called Meet and Work with Your Elemental Guides. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. I offered it live, but we also I am also offering it as a replay. And we have a, a private study group where folks are sharing, and I'm going to be doing a follow-up question and answer live session in this study group. So if you are interested in getting in on that action where we have a little bit of a community going for all of the people who have taken the class and are experiencing these new amazing um, openings dealing with, you know, working with their elemental guides. And your elemental guides, they're basically like the angels who work with nature and all of the physical and etheric closely proximate to you, uh, all of that kind of stuff, if that, that makes sense. Now, I'll just tell you, I've been talking about it a little bit, but we're talking about dragons and unicorns. We're talking about gnomes, fairies. I am not kidding you. These things are real, and they're inspiring, and they are they want to work with us. So if you're interested in getting in on this, while we still have this live study group going, and we're going to be doing that live Q&A follow-up, then do go to my website, trishacarcharm.com slash elementals. I would really love for you guys to get in on this, because because it's been very powerful, talking about a lot of things, too, in opening up your spirituality. A lot of people know about working with their spirit guides and their angels. Well, these beings are here, and they're working with us as well. And and the other thing I want to tell you about is my friend Carissa, Carissa Moore. Her website is Estes Energetics, E-S-T-E-S, energetics.com. She is offering some amazing deals on her healing services. She's a crystal therapist, but she also does energy coaching. And I took her energy coaching program last year, and I cannot tell you how my life changed because of it. And I, it still is. I finished her program months ago, and just today I'm still like unpacking some amazing um, discoveries about myself and manifestations. I can't tell you enough about it. My life has really shifted thanks to Carissa. So I highly recommend you go and check out Carissa's work and especially before the holiday season ends. But one more thing before I welcome my guest is a program that I am doing in February with my colleague, Crystal Ann Compton, who is a phenomenal spiritual teacher and intuitive channel. She's been on my show several times. She was on just this past le- this past episode. And we are doing an intuitive intensive, a 12-week program. It's amazing. It is 
I'm just going to say it. It's going to be kick-ass. And we're all going to just have all kinds of miracles. We just may ascend into the ninth dimension together. Tony, are you ready? ready. All right, good. <laughs> Tony, by the way, Tony Sweet is sitting in for Jarvis because Jarvis is home in Balma. And <laughs> but I'm so honored to have Tony sitting here with me helping us to make this show beautiful. Back to my the, intu- the intensive intuitive. Did I say that right? The intuitive intensive with Crystal Lane Compton. You can sign up for this at thelightworkerslab.com slash intuitive singular the lightworkerslab.com intuitive slash intuitive and if you sign up before january 1st you are going to get an amazing deal we have an early bird special going on i highly recommend just go if you're curious check it out the lightworkerslab.com slash intuitive enough of that let's welcome the amazing medium and spiritual teacher hillary michaels to charmed life hi hillary Hi, how are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks so much for being here again. And thank you for sharing your gifts as always. Hillary has a, a spiritual school. She teaches mediumship. And I. she was my one of my first teachers, I my first teacher in person. And my life has changed because of Hillary. So I'm just so honored that you are here with me. And it, it's kind of cool. Hillary pointed out about a year ago, she was like, oh, my gosh, I was your teacher. And now it's like we're colleagues. And it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. So we wanted to talk. At, oh, actually, tell tell everyone your website and how they can get, can get in touch with you. And then we will get okay. into what we want to talk about today. Well, most importantly right now um, is my Los Angeles School for the Spiritual Arts. Um, that is laspiritualarts.com. And you can find online classes there. You can find mentoring. And most importantly, I just started a online development circle for mm-hmm. those of you that are in places that don't have access to any development circles and these development circles are really warm and friendly and um, you'll be joined by maybe five other people maybe less uh, from all over the country Mm. and you'll get a lot out of it so um, I really encourage you to go to LA Spiritual Arts and check that out it's uh, the online development circle under online classes yes and development circles these are this is just basically where people come together and the their gifts just sort of come out as they would and it's a safe and beautiful place to fellowship but to practice basically is that what you would say a development circle is um my development circles are a little bit different um i design them so that you get the practice from the development circle but you also understand your own gifts Mm -hmm. and i work with each person to help them know that the information that they're getting um, it's coming from either their mediumship, their psychic ability, or their empathic abilities. So during these sessions, if it's your first time, we really try to identify what your gifts are and then um, find out who who is around you in spirit, who are the guides that are actually helping you, and um, give you some tools to move forward. So it's really um, efficient, very helpful um, in moving forward, and, and um, a lot of my students that are have been attending those are graduating and having careers for themselves so it's it's been really helpful for them oh absolutely i can testify (laughs) hillary is uh, her the way that she teaches is just so genuine to developing someone in their intuitive abilities or their mediumistic abilities because truly we all have our own specific fingerprint of how we operate it's it's a creative um, ability really it's in the it's in the realm of creativity and so I think that I mean personally when I've been with teachers who tell me you must do it and you must be experiencing this and having this I get stunted because 
I actually try to do that then, but it's not actually allowing me to develop. And so everyone knows, too, if you're interested in this, in developing your spirituality, if you're watching this show, guess what? You are. You're interested in developing your spirituality. And just know that it's, it isn't something that's crazy, weird, or anything like that. It's completely safe. It's just you becoming more you. It's you becoming more natural. And it's really amazing. So it's, it's lifting off layers of that which is not authentically you. Do you agree, Hillary? Is that, I mean, I know Hillary, we've talked about before that everyone is a medium or has the capacity to connect with their past loved ones or with angels or, you know, with spirit in general. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody's a medium and you have to be because if you weren't, you wouldn't be able to stay on your life path. You Mm. receive all of your information uh, to, to actually do what you're supposed to do in this life through your thoughts, your feelings, your heart. So when you get that itch or that burn for something, that's somebody else on the other side telling you, hey, go this way. This is going to keep you on your path. Yes. So that in itself, mediumship, the definition of mediumship is actually um, your ability to receive information from the other side. So you're doing that all the time anyway. So why couldn't you ask a question and then receive an answer? Right. It, everybody's a medium. You have the ability. Everybody does. You just have to learn how to use it. Right. And to hear the differences, the distinction is, and I think what everybody is, the journey is when we're very uncomfortable and, and we are experiencing a lot of discord in our, our, our life and in our inner life is that what practicing and studying how to hear that authentic, that authentic voice from the other side, from like spirit, from God, or however you want to see it from the universe, the pure loving voice is to distinguish that from the noise of social convention and the fear of ego of the bloated ego, I should say. And so that's really all it is. Like Hillary says, you're already receiving that information, but sometimes we feel confused and uncomfortable it's because we're not we're not sure how to find that voice reliably and that's essentially what this practice is mm-hmm. yeah so it's, it's easy it's simple it's not weird you don't have to talk to goblins and demons <laughs> i always have like uh one or two people that come to they're new to each session at each of my development circles and they're always so surprised um that they can do that mm-hmm. you know they're, they're like i didn't know i could do that that's amazing yeah but oh, you've been best. doing it your whole life Right. (laughs) Yeah. You just didn't have it confirmed for you. Right. Well, we wanted to talk today about contacting and and being in contact with your loved ones during the holidays. This is just before the winter holidays, right before Christmas. And this is a time where we might feel that loss again or deepened. And Mm -hmm. yeah. So what is what is your experience, Hillary, with uh, do you have a lot of people that need that kind that you've experienced giving them that kind of support and yeah yeah um this this is a hot topic during this time of the year amongst my clients and students um that they are alone or they are missing the people that they've recently lost especially it's the recent ones like within the last five years or so that really are um the hard hard passings you know um it's during the holidays And so um, one thing that I do teach my students and um, people that come to my classes is um, how to connect with your loved ones and talk to them and have a normal relationship with them um, from the side, even though their body isn't here, doesn't mean that you can't 
still have a relationship with them. So that's that's one of the things that I teach um, and that people come to me a lot for. Uh, I have students who have lost really um, close family members, like children and husbands and um, husbands and spouses. And I teach them how to first let go and let them go home and get their healing because a lot of times they get stuck on this side because they don't want to leave. And they, mm-hmm. they tend to think that they, um, they are this close and they're going to be this close. And if they go home, if they go to the light, they can't be this close again. So we also have to teach the person who's passed because they don't know any different that they can go to the light and that they can come back and be close again. And then I teach the student or the person who's had the loss um, how to connect with them. And so hopefully I'd like to teach you guys that today. Oh, that would be wonderful. And does that, how often do you think that happens? And I think that the person who passes doesn't realize that if they go into the light, they can come back. Does it? That happens a lot. It happens a lot because of social beliefs. I mean, yeah. Yeah. When we pass, we have the same beliefs. We don't really change except we don't have a body. Either that or people are afraid because they have beliefs of being punished or something. Um, It tends to be, you know, there's, I'm not, I'm a Catholic, so Mm -hmm. I'm not bashing Christianity just to kind of set this up. But there is a very strong Christian belief Mm -hmm. that heaven is somewhere else. Yeah. And that when you go to heaven, you can't come back. And I even heard it on the radio. There was this um, radio show in my area where there, it's a very, uh, it's a very Christian based radio show. And I listen to it all the time. I think it's a great radio show. Um, and they were telling, there were people calling in and they were telling the callers, um, you know, if your son is seeing a ghost, um, that, that can't be the case. It can't be, there can't be such thing because why would somebody want to come back from where they are? Mm. And um, there's just this really strong belief amongst like these, um, this Christian religion. It's really the, the organized religions that we have this place that we go to and then we go there and we cannot visit. We cannot come back. We cannot have contact with our family members. And it's just not true. It's right. not true at all. And actually that happened to one of my family members, um, a close family member who passed. And um, he was stuck on the side for two years because he told me that, and this is why I think that I get so many clients because I, mm-hmm. I just attract that. I have so much experience with this myself, but my, um, it was, it was somebody I was very close to a family member. And he said he did not want to go home because he thought that if he went home, he would not be able to come back. Mm-hmm. So he stayed for two years yeah. just so he could be close. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so one thing that, um, I tell people, if you feel like your loved one has not crossed over, there are a few ways to know. And, um, the first way is that they will still have a lot of those negative feelings that they had in life. So maybe they're very sad about their passing. If you had somebody who's very, um, had a very unexpected passing, a lot of times I see clients that come in with these people who are connected to them and they're still on the side and they have this person who's still on the side with them and they're very sad and still grieving their own passing. And so it's kind of our job as a medium to help that person cross over because the thing is, if you have this person that's next to you grieving all the time, 
you're going to feel that and your grief is going to be twice as much as it, it should be. You're yeah. going to feel all of their grief and take it on as your own. And it makes that grieving process so much harder. So um, we really have to make sure that they get home. And the way that you get them home is you pray for them and maybe just do this anyway. Just if you had a recent passing, um, pray for the person who passed and just make sure that they get home okay. And all you have to say is, God, please bless this person and please help them to get home. Mm. And that's all that you need to say. Mm-hmm. And it will, it works every time. At three days, they'll be home. So I think what happens is an angel comes to get them. I think yeah. that's how it works. I don't really know for sure, but right. they always, when we check in later, they're always gone. They're always right. at home feeling really happy and good. So when I've, when I've crossed people over, whether it's someone I know or not, I, I cross them over, but you know what I mean? When I'm in the, the counseling or the, I try to help someone get home. Mm-hmm. they always, when they are in fear, because I've had uh, different experiences where the person is in fear, they're afraid that what they're seeing isn't real. Like the, the light that they're seeing isn't real. They think that if they, oh. if they do anything, that that just means going to hell. And, but when I talk to them and I say, I'll say, you've seen the light, if you've seen the light and they usually say, yes, I've seen a light they, or they are like stunned because I know what, you know, I'm calling out what they've experienced. And I'll say, have you seen your loved ones coming through the light? Have you seen your loved ones since you, and they'll say, and they'll be, they'll t- say yes, but they were in disbelief about it, that, that it be, that it was real. You know, mm-hmm. they just, so they shut them down and their loved ones have to recede back into the light. They can't just keep hanging out there. You know, they can only do what they can do. And also when you're in that place, I, I think that if you shut down, like seeing your loved ones, then you just put a filter on. So you don't see them anymore, even if they continue to come to you. You know what I mean? Like you can just shut them out essentially. Now, mm-hmm. can we talk about, I think there is another belief that isn't necessarily religious it has to do it's maybe in spiritualism or people that uh, you know understand that there is a process but they think that and this well i'll just say it it has a lot to do with tv that the reason that they don't cross over is because they have unfinished business and that somehow they can help out with this unfinished business and then that's Mm -hmm. when they'll decide to cross over can we speak to that (laughs) yeah um that happens too i mean if um I guess uh, one example that I see quite often is um, say somebody was in a car accident, it was unexpected, and they have children to raise. Mm. Um, you know, they're going to stay behind and stay with their children, you know, no matter what, because they feel like that's their job. And it is, it does happen where people can cross before their time that accidents happen, things happen in life, and we can't control them. You know, God says it's time for you to go, it's time for you to go. And if you still have children in this world, or you still have unfinished business, um, you're going to want to stay behind and see what you can do. And um, I think that's a big misunderstanding, because going home, crossing over, will allow you to have more power Mm -hmm. in finishing your business. Yes. So it's something you can also tell your loved ones, or you can, as you're watching this show, even your loved ones are hearing this. And and again, they don't know anything more than what's going on around them because they're still on this side. So they just see what's going on with you. What's going on with the family, um, you know, whatever's in their immediate space, that's all they know. But when they cross over, they see things in depth. 
They see their, how their life was supposed to go. They see how your life is supposed to go. They see how their children's life is supposed to go. And it also allows them to fit in that place where they can help and they can be a guide to the family and they can add that positive love and support that's very healing um, and that will allow the family to move forward in a positive way because we like to think that God and, and God does always turn things around. Even if it's a negative, you know, something ended negatively, it will always turn around for the positive. And I can tell you that about my loved one that passed. My relationship with that loved one is a lot better than it was in life. I can say that for sure. <laughs> So um, I've, I've had this relationship with this person for the last eight years, I think. So mm, Amazing. Um, but you can, you can definitely have a relationship, a friendship, a, uh, if it's your spouse, if it's your uncle, grandfather, whoever it is that you want to be close to again, you can still have that close relationship with them, even though they do not have a body. Mm. They're still alive but they don't have the body. They're not in their body anymore. Right. So it's it's, it's a little bit better actually. Right. And especially like you say, so just to recap that the unfinished business thing, that if they don't cross over, they can't really help until they cross over and have their healing and become more, like you say, powerful and Mm -hmm. are are oriented to love. You know, that's what, that's something, the next thing that I counsel people who have passed and haven't crossed yet, that's the next thing I counsel them on. I tell them that they can come back, that they they can't do anything right now. They can't do anything that helps right now. And that they they go and they receive their healing and then they can come back. And then it's just better for everyone and and that is the kind of relationship that is the fulfilling one then for the person who is still here in the in the body your past loved ones when they're able to cross over and come back with the love orientation healed that's when the relationship has real meaning that's how things are supposed to be them just being here in this plane without a body is not how it's supposed to be and there's no growth anymore because right yeah there's just no there's no healing that's happening and by the way you said you're you're your spouse, your friend, your grandfather, or your animal. I have had... Or your animal. Yeah. Of course, Trisha. We're just going to talk about that. <laughs> My, I've had that relationship with two in particular. I can, I can contact any of the animals that I've had who've passed, but there are two that have passed. Um, let's see. It's been nine years for one and f- six years for the other. Yeah, five and a half years. And yeah, uh, I have that relationship with them still. And I actually, I think I mentioned, no, I didn't mention this on the show. I mentioned it in another class that one of them, one of them is a bird. And she actually, her spirit has been reincarnated (laughs) with a bird that I have now. But the personality, the, the, Oversoul can still access the personality that she was previously. And so I still have that relationship. I know it's kind of mind boggling, but, (laughs) you know, there is no such thing as time in highest truth. So, you know, all of the the Oversoul, all of the lives that we live, they actually are right now. And if that's a little mind boggling, we don't have to go there (laughs) right now because, you know, we're very oriented to time and, and that's a good thing when we're in the physical body. So let's talk about, let's get back to... Um, actually I just to finish up that topic, because I'm remembering someone reached out to me just yesterday and said that her friend is having a really tough time because her dog passed and I gave them my information. So just in case this person is listening or if this message is for anyone whose dog has just passed, just know that 
when it's fresh and the grief is very is natural and everyone has to go through it, even, you know, an experienced medium like Hillary, someone she loves passes, she's going to have grief and feel the separation. That is what the human experience is about. But once that grief starts to lift, that's when and and the person crosses over, then that relationship can start to feel present again in the way that it's changed to the way it's transitioned to. So with your dog who's passed, just, you know, let, let the heart heal and allow yourself to feel all those feelings. But I promise you that your relationship is going on and your love will never end. Mm -hmm. Little sidetrack there. So let's talk about that then. How can someone who doesn't really think of themselves as a medium, doesn't know that that they have the skill or doesn't have it honed and hasn't, haven't been in your development circle or in your mediumship mentoring yet, how can they experience that? How can they contact or connect with their loved ones during the holiday time? Well, um, you, like I said, everyone's a medium. So um, I actually started out a non-medium myself and my loved one that passed. Um, I said, well, I have to talk to this person all the time. Like, there's just no other way for me to live and exist without this person in my life. So I'm going to just talk to them. And so I did. And I was able to hear and able to see visions from them. And they would come in my dreams. And I would hear songs, you know, if you hear a song on the radio and you think it reminds you of somebody, guess what? That's them showing you that. Um, So they will try and communicate with you in all different kinds of ways. And um, if they are crossed over, they probably are trying to do that right now. And if they're still on this side, they're probably trying to do that even still. Um, So a couple things. Okay. So if you want to connect with someone that has recently passed or somebody that's been passed for a long time, make sure first that you pray for them and say, God, please help this person to get home if they're not home, because you don't really know either way. And you want to make sure that they're home before you start communicating with them. Um, Because we want to make sure they get their healing and that they're able to help and that they're able to connect with you very quickly clearly and that their emotions and feelings are coming from love before they connect with you. Okay. Um, because if they are connecting with you and there's a lot of negative feelings, you don't want to bring on that extra burden and you may already be doing that. So just be sure that you pray for them first and then wait a couple days, maybe, um, if you weren't sure, and then write down some questions on a piece of paper, maybe write them a letter and see if your questions come to you with answers. Mm. So if I were to write the question, I don't know, am I going to get a house next year? Um, I'm going to either see, hear, or feel that. And I can either, I can see the, the, the word yes, or maybe I can tell my loved one, show me in a yes is green, red is no. And I'll close my eyes and say, am I going to get a house red or green? And then the one of the two will come up. Okay. It'll be a yes. Maybe you'll see the word. Yes. Maybe you'll see the word. No. Um, and then, um, the way you would feel it is it feels good or it just doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. It just feels like, you know, it has that, that negative feeling to it. If it's a no, or it has a positive feeling, if it's a yes. And actually I tell my students feeling is the right way to do this, to go about this because sorry, I'm having some trouble with my headphone here. Um, feeling is the right way to go about this because when you hear a clear audience, this is 
clear audience is talking and it's not so much the talking on the outside of your ear, but it's that voice in your head that you hear when you're talking to yourself. That is something that can happen from negative spirits. It can happen from anybody at the earthbound level. So we want to be careful of the clear audience and try and feel more um, because we don't want to interact with anybody. Again, we don't want to interact with anybody at this level. And there are a few reasons for that um, that I should probably go into. The first reason is um, sometimes a spirit can pretend to be your loved one. That's happened before. I mean, it's not so nice to talk about, but it does happen. So we just want to make sure that their intentions are pure and they're coming from love. And if they're coming from love, you know they're telling the truth because they can't lie up there. Um, so just make sure that they are crossed over and they're coming from love and it feels good. And then you can ask them the questions and make sure you feel it in your heart. What feels like yes or no? Does it feel like does it feel like um, a really good feeling or does it feel like a really bad feeling? So. Mm -hmm. Sorry for my rambling, but not at all. That wasn't rambling. That was very helpful. Right, that that uh, no feeling. Sometimes I feel almost a little queasy in my gut. You know, just like mm -hmm. a little ick. Yeah. So that that's very helpful. So anyone can do that. You can just um, write a question down and focus on it for a moment, and then you'll be able to tell. And the thing is, you it'll have a different weight. It'll have a kind of resonance to it, and you'll be able to tell that it is your loved one. And then the next step is just believe it. <laughs> and then, mm -hmm. then your, then your heart opens up to it more. And then that connection can get stronger because when we, when we doubt it and we doubt ourselves, then we're kind of confusing the signal a bit. So just know that everybody is working toward one another in love and that's all you have to be focused upon. Would you agree? Mm -hmm. We have, yes. a, we have a lot of calls. Would you like to take some calls? Sure. Hillary? Okay, great. Yes, we're ready. Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Hi, uh, this is Natalie. Hi, Natalie. We have Hillary Michaels on with us. How are you today? Hi, Trisha and Hillary. I'm good. How are you guys? Wonderful. What's on Natalie, your... where are um, you from? I'm, I'm actually calling in because um, I lost my grandmother about two years ago, and um, it's really been weighing on me for the last two years. You know, I took care of her um, while she was ill, and I feel like I lost, I mean, naturally, I just kind of lost a part of myself in that process, and, you know, I kind of reached a point at the end of this year where I was like, enough is enough, I, I've got to heal for myself and just be better, because, you know, I have a mission of helping people in life, and I feel like if I can't help myself, I can't help other people, mm. um, and so I just kind of want to see if there's any messages that come through for me, and something that may be able to help me heal a little bit. Mm, that's beautiful. Hillary, are you okay. tapping in? Um, let me see her. Uh, Natalie, was she from the Midwest? Your grandmother? Uh, no, definitely not hmm. from anywhere in the U.S. I'm not getting much. Trisha, how about you? I was wondering, is she on your father's side? Is she your father's mother? Uh, my mother. Oh, okay. Well, I thought I saw father's mother, but um, is is there and now? Just now, I'm picking up. Is there a W? Is there a W uh, significant somehow in her name? Uh, no, not a W. Huh. I'm. I guess I'm not really either. But I, I had a feeling that maybe she hadn't crossed. How long did you say it was? Two years. I think. Okay. I yeah. actually I'm picking up. 
thing from her. Um, Natalie, you know, I'm seeing that she did cross. She's in, still in transition. Oh, okay. And what I'm seeing from her when I see this is that it's like their back is turned. So they're not really able to focus on you right now. Um, I feel like her husband's already passed. Is that right? He passed before her. Yeah, yeah. I feel like after his passing in some way, she kind of declined. Because mm -hmm. I see him receiving her on the other side, and I feel like he's saying, you know, we got a lot to work through. So, um, because I, I definitely feel like she had a hard life. I feel like there was a lot she went through in her life that she's got to heal from. So, um, he's just mentioning that, you know, it's going to be a little while before she can come back and kind of be around the family. Um, I do see she's kind of saying, you know, I'm going to spend Christmas with him this year. And she's really focused on getting herself better so she can come back and be around you. I just feel like there's some obstacles that she's got to overcome. There's some stuff on the other side that she's got to heal from. And this is part of um, the transition. When they go home, they do a life review and they have to do a lot of healing from some of the stuff they went through in life. And so I see that this is true for her. And I just want you to know that um, when she comes back, she, they're showing me that she's going to show you bluebirds. Mm, that's nice. When she's finished with her healing. Okay. Yeah. Blue, bluebird will be mm -hmm. your sign. And um, I think that there's a bit of grace in the, in the fact that, she isn't working with you yet for you. There's grace about it because you can learn now that when we help someone that we release the love that we, that we have given them and we release it and we, we allow it to do its work. Um, and we we're unconditional about it because, um, feeling still a bit held back because you, you feel like you weren't able to save her and you have questions about whether you did a good enough job. That's, that is, um, it, your intentions are really good. And, and that that's because you have so much integrity that you feel that way, but we have to be able to love ourselves and understand that we did the best we can. We, we made every decision out of love and therefore we know love works every single time. So there's some grace because you get to heal and grow as well. And then there's going to be a time, as Hillary says, when she's done some of the healing that's going to make her more strong for, for a relationship with you, then, um, then you're, you guys are going to, it's going to be the perfect timing for you to come back together again. Uh, does that make some sense? Does that help? Can you feel that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely does. Because you're so empathic and the, the journey of a person who's highly empathic like you are, we have to learn how to love ourselves and really deepen that love and trust our own decisions that are made in love and then release the work that we've done. Cause sometimes being very empathic like that, we want to chase down those decisions and say, did I do enough? Did I do enough? Did I do enough? But you see when we do that, we're actually rejecting ourselves a bit. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. It really does. Good, good. Yeah. So I would say some self care, some self love really deepen that acceptance in of yourself. And I mean, you know, this, you, you have such a powerful faith too. you know, that your heart is pure and you know that you're a child of God. And therefore, how have any of the things that you've done not been enough? You're always moving in that power. Yeah. Um, I do also have another question. You know, I think I attribute my passion for helping others and the capacity of medicine for her and seeing her struggle. So 
despite how difficult that process was, I don't think I would be in the position I am um, because of her. Um, I have this immense love for helping people, and I kind of just want to know, like, am I on the right path, at least, to doing what I'm supposed to do in life? Hillary? Yeah, um, Natalie, um, I want to say that, um, so sometimes we have contracts with our loved ones, which are uh, kind of pre-designed paths that we cross. So I feel like you and your grandmother kind of had a contract that she was going to help you um, with your career at some point in your life. And I feel like her passing um, was the way it was supposed to be. So you could elevate to that level of a heal. Are you doing um, healing work, like spiritual healing work? Uh, no, I mean, I actually started meditating just recently after watching one of Trisha's previous shows. Um, but I haven't like I haven't connected with any anybody or anything like that before. Okay, because um, I see that your your path includes some kind of spiritual healing. So I'm not sure what it is that your career is right now, but it does feel like you're on the right track. Um, I feel like also I see a lot of school in between you and that career. So yes, I'm pursuing medicine in the capacity of like a doctor. Mm. Okay. Um, Cause I also feel like it could turn into some kind of spiritual work, but um, that's what I see for your path. You can always integrate that even if you're doing something that is traditional and, and, you know, Western medicine, you can always integrate your spirituality to it. And, you know, you just don't, you don't have to tell people like, oh, I'm doing Reiki on you. <laughs> you can just do it and be a Absolutely. healer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can still I was be. actually thinking about that recently. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, Some people quit school to do this work and <laughs> I see a lot. So yes. You that, never know. That never is know the, that is the message of this show today. Quit school. <laughs> <laughs> Quit school, everyone. No, thinking. <laughs> Natalie, thank you so much for calling in. And thank you so much for your work. Your light is such a blessing, such a blessing on this planet. Thank and you so much. Yeah. Just anytime you feel the love of your grandma, even if you're not feeling the specific messages, just know that love is the connection. Okay? Thank you so much, guys. You're welcome. Have a wonderful holiday. You too. Do we have time for another call? Okay, cool. Shall we take another call, Hillary? Go ahead. All right. Hello? Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? There we are. I think I hear you now. Hello? Hello. Hi there. Hi, this is Abby. Abby? Is, is this Trisha? This is Trisha. Is this Ab- Did you say it's Abby? Yes, yeah, Abby Morgenstein. Oh. Thank you, Trisha and Hillary, for taking my call. Hi, Abby. Abby, where are you calling from? I'm calling from outside of D.C. Oh, wow. In a place called Rockville. Oh, that sounds cool. (laughs) What's going on with you today, Abby? Well, I wanted to reach out and um, connect with my father who passed in April. Mm, I'm so sorry, darling. That is so funny. Uh, Abby, you. your dad, does he have a sense of, like, a really good sense of humor? He feels like he'd be laughing all the time. Do you, does that make sense? Oh, my God, yes. My dad <laughs> is always it's more, the one it's laughing, more like the laughing, making everyone laugh. Yeah. Like, 
everyone in the whole room knows he's there because he just wants to make everyone just, laugh. Yes. I just hear him laughing and he's making, he's like, it's more like the laughing at you than the laughing with you. Right? So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's him. <laughs> Um, I see that he has recently made his transition and um, he's he's showing me that he's meeting a lady on the other side as he crosses. So his, would it have been his wife that was with him on the other side? Do you know? Um, no, my mom's still here. I just think he could. It was very hard to leave her. Um, okay, they were so married for 63 be- years. Okay, he might be watching, he might be with her still, um, but I do see that he is definitely around the family. Um, he is making it known that he's, I, I don't know if he had a chair that he sat in, but I just see that he's like sitting in this chair in the living room and he is just not leaving and he's going to stay put for Christmas and all the holidays and then he's got to go back and do some healing, um, but I do see that he's doing very well. Uh, on the other side, and and he's just still laughing so much. He really wants you to know he's around, and he wants you to know that um, after he goes through his transition and finishes up, he's going to come back, um, and he's going to help you out, because I definitely see that you're having some issues with your career. Um, I feel like it's probably getting into another job or getting into a new career. Well, and, that's exactly uh, it. I'm now going to... Take and I'm not going to give up what I've been doing, but I'm starting on a new endeavor. Yeah, mm-hmm. a- absolutely. That's amazing. <laughs> That's it's the right thing to do. By the way, he's he's making it. He's like it's the right thing to do. Just stay going in that direction, and I'm going to come back and help you. I feel like he's going to be around probably around Easter, and um, he's going to help you out a lot with that career, that new career move. Um, I feel like that new career move, it's going to be very abundant for your heart and very fulfilling, but it's also going to be very abundant uh, financially. So you're going in the right direction. Just keep it up. You're going to do awesome. And then he's saying, he's saying something about a new car. Are you looking for a new car? Um, No, I certainly can use one, but (laughs) that would be really nice. This one is my little chitty chitty bang bang. (laughs) Oh yeah. He's saying you're going to get a new car. Don't worry about it. He's saying you're getting a new car. So Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it was kind of funny because um, when he passed, uh, my sister turned around and sold his car, and I was thinking, wait, that was going to be mine. Oh, <laughs> maybe that's it, <laughs> Hillary. Maybe that's part of it, huh? Talking no, this is a new car. The so. new car smell and everything. You're going to oh. get a new one. Don't worry about it. Right. Really? That would right. be great. And to know that financial things would be good because, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm very blessed It'll with my good. my love life. My, my husband is awesome. So yeah. Oh, wonderful. That's great. Yeah. We had, we had some challenges, him and I, cause, um, I don't even know where to start. I, I always felt like I was a little bit kind of emotionally neglected and I just wanted to know, you know, when they get to heaven or the next place, do they start to kind of realize like, wow, I really didn't do this and I wish I did that. You know, I, uh, 
Yeah, absolutely. That is that is the life review. The life in the life review, we we experience every single moment of our life from every single perspective of everyone involved, including ourselves and just everyone. And that that's what the life review is about. And what happens is we have compassion for ourselves as well and every single person. That's that that's what we go through. So definitely, but uh, what's more important is for you to you know, when we forgive someone, it isn't about condoning what they did or even setting them free. It's about setting ourselves free. So um, that yeah. that will bring your healing full circle when you can when you can make that puzzle work. And it's okay. You give yourself grace. That is that is um, that's what that's a journey. You know, but I've been through that. I've been through having to forgive someone who didn't you know treat me properly. <laughs> so. Yeah, you can get there, though. I feel like you really are, Abby. You're getting through it. I can feel that you're about 50% healed in that. That's what I'm feeling in you. It's a lot better. It, would, yeah, I, it I feel, feel like that, that, too. I feel mm-hmm. there was a lot of anger and sadness before, and now I'm just kind of like, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm cool with it. You know, I, I love you for what you, you know, for who you are and, you know, sending kind of love your way. And, there you go. Good yeah. job. Well, thank you so much for calling, Abby. Thank you, Hillary, for her reading. Thank that you. was wonderful. Good luck, Thank Gabby. you so much for your help. And you guys have a blessed night. Thank you all. Bye-bye. Bye, Abby. Bye. How much time do we have left, Tony? Do, a couple minutes. Uh, probably don't have time for a call, do we? We do a quickie. We do a quickie? Okay, we do a quickie, Hillary. <laughs> like super <Sure>. quickie. <laughs> all right. Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Hi. Hi, this is Angel. Oh, well, that's a wonderful call to leave on. Angel. <laughs> An angel called us. <laughs> What's going on with you today, Angel? Um, I was hoping to connect with my mom. She passed in 2016. Oh, so fresh. Um, Mm. Are you picking Mm. up, Hillary? Mm, Let me see. Um, Mom? Did Did your dad also pass, Angel? No, no. This must be a grandfather. I'm not getting much. Trisha, see what you get. Um, do we have blonde hair in the family? Uh, no, not unless you count her sisters. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, I'm seeing blonde or light-colored hair. Was her hair very light when she passed? Maybe that's when I'm seeing gray hair. Oh, gosh, that's right. She still had her blonde hair. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, there you go. She she had her hair growing out from being blonde. Oh, okay. Okay, then. So um, I see her connecting with you with, cerebrally. I actually see her connecting with your third eye and your crown. And this is just telling me uh-huh. that... And, um, and she is kind of like, she's light, you know what I mean? Like, as she comes in, I think she's still doing mm-hmm. a lot of work as well. Um, so she's gonna she's showing me that she will... Um, strengthen her presence with you fairly soon. It feels Uh like she's actually kind of moving through her process fairly quickly. I know it's been about a year and a half or something like that, a year and 10 months, but, um, but she's moving through it and she's learning a lot. I think she's also telling me that she's connecting with you in that way because she's learning a lot and she's going to be speaking to you in your dream. You've already been having dreams of her. You've had several dreams over the time since she's passed. So, um, and you have a small child. Do you have a young child, Angel? No. Is there a grandchild? Is there no. a young child, a boy? Yes, there is a grandchild. Okay. Um, three. A three-year-old. Okay. So she's they're, looking. She's looking out for him. No, they're not three. Um, there's three kids. 
three kids. But okay. they're not little anymore. Oh. Well, I see, I, I'm seeing some small children, I guess also because I'm feeling a bit rushed. Um, well, just know that she, I feel like she's going to be connecting with you in your dreams more. She's connecting with you in your thoughts because she says you're very, very mm-hmm. smart and that you guys had that in common. She says, I was a very smart cookie and so is my daughter. And um, so so the, in- the intellect is something that you guys really connect on and um, she's supporting you in yeah. that way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, I'm so sorry to make it so quick for you, Angel, but I really appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much, and many blessings to you in the holiday. (laughs) Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Mm. Thank you very much. Well, Hillary, let everyone know how they can get in touch with you again. Please Uh, Come to laspiritualarts.com and sign up for mentoring and online class um, or get a free reading, and it's laspiritualarts.com, all one word. Oh my gosh, people people rave about the free readings with your students. I highly recommend that you you guys a really really awesome experience. Well, thank you so much Hillary Michaels for being with us here today right before the holidays in 2017. And uh, my website again is trishacarcharm.com and the lightworkerslab.com/intuitive for that intuitive immersive that I was telling you about. And thank you so much for tuning in. I love you whoever you are. Mm-hmm.